This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have overcast skies and 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday, the 15th of September, 2021. Rich Moller is with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and well, we're expecting sunny skies today. We've got a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon as we start to see a little more humidity move into our area. High in the upper 80s tonight, mostly clear, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms till about 1 a.m. We'll have a low of 67. Sunshine on Thursday, no mention of rainfall, high of 88. Friday, we'll have sunny skies, a 30% chance of rain, and a high of 87. It remains very dry in our area and high need of rainfall. We are under a burn ban here in Conway County and in neighboring county. It's overcast in 70 degrees at the KVOM studios right now. Let's congratulate our employee of the day. It is Joe Beth Hoyt at Moralton Primary School. Obituaries this morning. Jesse Ray Clark, age 81 of Saugahatchee, died on Tuesday, September 14th. He was retired from Arkansas Craft after 32 years and a Navy veteran. He is survived by his daughter, Cheryl Britton of Saugahatchee, son Jack Clark of Saugahatchee, one brother, six grandchildren, and ten great-grandchildren. Funeral services for Jesse Ray Clark will be held Friday, September 17th at 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with Brother Kenneth Strickland officiating. Burial will be at a later date by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Robert Punkin Harrison, age 63, of Y Mountain, died on Sunday, September 12th. The family will receive friends tonight from 5 until 7 at Harris Funeral Home. Funeral service will be Thursday, 2 o'clock, at Harris Funeral Home with Brother Andrew Bubba Justice and Brother Charles Purit officiating. Burial will be at Y Mountain Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Donald Tate McCormick, age 92 of Conway, died on Sunday, September 12th. Funeral service will be Saturday, September 18th at 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with Brother Kim Hammer officiating. Burial will be at Oak Grove Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Penelia Swinton Gunnels, age 85, of Atkins, died Thursday, September 9th. She is survived by her son, Alfred Jr. Swinton of Kansas, her sisters Mildred Morris of Moralton and Maddie Jo Harris of Kansas, a sister-in-law, a stepdaughter, Joyce Howard, three grandchildren, six great-grandchildren, and a host of nieces, nephews, and friends. Graveside service for Penella Swinton Gunnels will be held Saturday, September 18th, at 10 a.m. at Rose of Sharon Cemetery. Visitation will be Friday, September 17th at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors. Now 7.34, and let's turn to news this morning. After more than a decade of sitting empty, the lot where the E.E. Mitchell Building once stood at the corner of Moose and Commerce Streets in downtown Moralton will soon serve as a hub for the downtown area. Today marks 12 years to the day that the building that once stood as the center of the city's historic commercial district was destroyed by fire. Since that time, the lot has remained vacant, serving as little more than an eyesore for visitors to downtown Moralton. It's now marked with a sign identifying the property as the future site of Holyfield Place, a multi-use outdoor facility 
that will honor Conway County native and Hall of Fame country music songwriter Waylon Holyfield. In presenting a $100,000 check from the city of Moralton to get the project started, Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer said he was appreciative of the city council for making the decision to invest back in the city. And he told Waylon, who was witnessing the presentation via Zoom, just how much the plaza will mean to the city of Moralton and its residents. This plaza, I hope, will bring you great joy as we are so proud of our native son. This will also bring joy to our citizens here and from all around. Music is a huge part of your life and it will be of this plaza also. So many good times and events will happen here to bring people together. We are so pleased you have agreed to be a part of this. This will be our square and great things will happen here. The Conway County Economic Development Corporation led the initial charge to develop the land making the investment to purchase the property in 2019. The CCEDC, along with the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce and Main Street Moralton, kicked off a capital campaign to raise funds for the project in early 2020, but efforts were halted due to the COVID-19 pandemic. With the city's donation now secured, Stephanie Lipsmeyer, interim president of the chamber and CCEDC, notes that half of the total funds needed to complete the project have been raised, She says construction on Holyfield Place should begin no later than early 2022. More information about this project, including donation opportunities, can be found online at MainStreetMoralton.org. Coming up on 737, clouds are moving out. We have 70 degrees at the KVOM studios on our way to a high of 89 today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 738. Still a few clouds in the sky, 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. The South Conway County School District will once again use a portion of its American Rescue Plan funds to provide extra duty pay for teachers and staff during the current school year. Superintendent Sean Halbrook explains the district's Board of Education during its regular monthly meeting Monday approved the same payments that were approved for staff members last school year. We have some federal funds where we're going to pay our employees for all the, every employee, everybody's helping clean doorknobs, fog, trying to, our mitigation protocols to try to keep COVID down. And so we'll pay them $10 a day for every student day that they are here. So there are 178 student days. So a total, they could earn, our staff can earn an extra $1,780 if they don't miss a day. The extra duty payments for August through November will be distributed in December. The payments for December through May will be distributed in June. In other matters from Monday's meeting, the board approved a revision to the 2021-22 academic calendar that ensures students and teachers will not have to be at school at all during the week of Thanksgiving. As Halbrook explains, the original calendar had Monday, November 22nd as a day of instruction but that's been replaced by adding a day on February 17th of 2022 when students were scheduled to have a day off due to district-wide parent-teacher conferences. 
our staff put it to our staff would you rather have not come to school at all on that monday and have that whole week from saturday to the next sunday off for thanksgiving and have our kids come to school on that february the 17th and do parent teacher conferences in the evening the next day is a winter break so we're not going to have school anyway so our staff 87 percent said we'd like to change the calendar so the board approved that change the final day of classes for students in the 2021-22 school year is still scheduled to be May 27th. A 33-year-old Van Buren man has died as a result of a two-vehicle accident near Blackwell Tuesday morning. Arkansas State Police say Cody Bailey was the driver of a westbound vehicle that struck the rear of a vehicle stopped in the line of traffic at a standstill, the result of an earlier accident. That accident occurred just after 9 a.m. near the 101 mile marker. Meanwhile, a 76-year-old Clinton man was killed in a two-vehicle accident near Bee Branch in Van Buren County Tuesday morning. State police reports indicate 76-year-old Russell Colquette was the driver of a southbound vehicle on U.S. Highway 65 that veered into the northbound lane, striking an oncoming vehicle. The driver of that vehicle, identified as 40-year-old Jonathan McNesby and a passenger in the Colquette vehicle, were both injured in the accident. That occurred after 8 o'clock Tuesday morning, according to the report. The number of active cases of COVID-19 in both Conway County and Perry County dropped again on Tuesday. The Arkansas Department of Health reported 11 new cases of the virus in Conway County, but a reduction of eight in the number of active cases from 124 Monday to 116 Tuesday. The South Conway County School District this morning is reporting 26 students have tested positive for COVID-19. 147 students and eight staff members are currently in quarantine. Three new cases were reported in Perry County, but the number of active cases there declined by 15 for the day to 51. One additional death was recorded in Perry County, the 17th in the county since the pandemic began. There have still been 41 deaths recorded in Conway County. Statewide, 1,544 new cases were reported, along with 36 additional deaths. The number of patients hospitalized, as well as those in intensive care units and those on ventilators, also declined again Tuesday. Governor Asa Hutchinson, along with Tim and Robin Ralston of Ralston Family Farms near Atkins, announced Tuesday that a shipment of rice from Ralston Family Farms is the first rice from Arkansas to be exported to China. Through a contract with a private importer, the first shipment of rice from Ralston Farms arrived in China in late July of 2021. A second shipment is being scheduled with future shipments planned on regular intervals to meet demand. The governor said the agreement is a real compliment to Ralston Farms, their marketing ability, and their product. And uh, it's a great opportunity for our country and for Arkansas when the United States Department of Agriculture estimates that U.S. rice exports to China could reach almost one-fifth of the U.S. rice crop in the future. Great opportunity for us. We're excited for this new chapter in Arkansas agriculture and what it means for our producers. The governor is scheduled to make further remarks and tour the Ralston Farm today. The announcement coincides with the recognition of September as National Rice Month and a donation of 169,700 pounds of rice to the Arkansas Food Bank. The donation from six mills, including Ralston Family Farms, will provide over 1.27 million servings of rice to help feed families, children, and seniors all across the state. The rice will be distributed to the five Feeding America Network food banks, including the Arkansas Food Bank in Little Rock. 
Members of the Arkansas Supreme Court continue their evaluation of legal briefs in the ongoing battle between Gulfside Casino Partnership and Cherokee Nation businesses in reference to the Pope County Casino License. While Gulfside has possession of the Pope County Vendor's License, CMB has challenged the validity of their application and subsequent awarding of that license by the State Racing Commission. In the court's first day back last week from their summer recess, a ruling denying Pope County's amicus brief was issued. In their ruling, the court indicated they plan to base their upcoming ruling on the legal pleadings filed by both Gulfside and Cherokee Nation businesses. No definitive timetable on a ruling in that matter by the court is available, but those close to the issue have theorized a ruling could occur any time in the next two to six weeks. 745, let's check our market report. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. equities finished lower despite the softer-than-expected inflation data indicating that price gains might be starting to cool, taking some pressure off the Fed. Government bond yields and market-based inflation expectations declined in response to the data. Financials, energy, and industrials performed the worst, while the healthcare and technology sectors outperformed. International markets were mixed, with Japanese stocks leading and adding to their recent rally. The Nikkei closed at a 31-year high after the Prime Minister's plan to resign has spurred hope that his successor will increase stimulus spending. On the commodity space, another Gulf Coast hurricane is helping support oil with price holding above $70. A broad basket of commodities has now recovered all of its August losses and is back at seven-year highs. The Dow closed at 34,577, down 292 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,037, down 67 points. Volume was moderate as 856 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down $0.19 cents at $27.33. Bank of America was down $1.10 at $39.84. Centerpoint Energy was down $0.50 cents at $25.66. Beer & Company was down $5.54 at $355.98. Energy Corporation was up $1.04 at $114.39. Under Armour was down $0.29 cents at $18.75. Simmons Bank was down $0.48 cents at $27.61. Regions Financial was down $0.44 cents at $19.45. Southwestern Energy was down $0.06 cents at $5.16. Tyson Foods was down $1 at $75.43. Walmart was down $0.76 cents at $144.30. LiveRamp was up $0.90 cents at $51.10. Interpublic Group was up $0.01 cent at $37.02. Nextair Energy was up $0.06 cents at $84.64. Natural Gas was up $0.06 cents at $5.29. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $12.80 at $1,807.20. Silver was up $0.08 cents at $23.88. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. Let's take a look at our community calendar. Again, want to remind you a burn ban is currently in effect for Conway County and Perry County until further notice. The Nemo Vista School District will hold parent-teacher conferences for grades 3 through 12 tomorrow. The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons meets Thursday night at 7. The Conway County Election Commission will meet Friday at noon in the first floor conference room of the courthouse in Moralton. And First Baptist Church at Center Ridge is hosting an all-you-can-eat fish fry fundraiser Friday 3.30 to 7 p.m. It's $14 for adults, $8 for kids 4 to 12, and free for kids 3 and under. Takeout orders are also available by calling 501-920-7922.
All proceeds will help fund summer church camp and mission trip expenses. We want to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we also want to recognize that not everyone can listen at 730. So that's why we've made the broadcast convenient for everyone by making it available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 749, we have 70 degrees as clouds move out of the area. KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues with sports and weather after this. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Okay, Films News Watch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. This week's a rather light one for high school football in Arkansas. When the Arkansas Activities Association added an extra week to the season a few years ago, giving teams four weeks to play their three non conference games, many schools chose to use the week prior to the start of conference play as their open date. Such is the case with Morrillton High School. Devil Dogs are off this week before opening 5A West Conference play at Greenbrier on September 24th. Bigelow is also off this week. The Panthers, the Panthers will carry a 3-0 record in the start of their 4-2A conference slate next Friday at Magazine. Perryville is one of the teams in action this week. The Mustangs wrap up their non-conference schedule the home game against Conway Christian on Friday night. And some local action today. Morrillton's junior high volleyball team plays at Russellville starting at 4 p.m. If the Major League Baseball playoffs started today, the St. Louis Cardinals would be a part of it. Cards beat the Mets 7-6 in a wild 11-inning game last night in New York to jump Cincinnati and San Diego to move into the lead for the National League's second wild card spot. Cards go for the sweep of the Mets in a 6-10 p.m. game tonight. Pre-game coverage at 5-15 on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. And we are honored once again to have Ms. Cambry Winborn with us and a part of that Marlton High School tennis team. She's going to give us an update now. Yes, the girls won three out of four courts, and the boys won one singles yesterday against Lone Oak. We play our last conference matches Thursday against Joe T. Robinson and Pulaski Academy in Little Rock. All right. Thank you, Cameron. Very good stuff, and congratulations, Marlton tennis team. All right, Eric. Thank you, uh, Eric and Cambria, for those updates here on this Wednesday morning. As we turn to weather for you now, we've got mostly sunny skies in store today with a 30% chance of afternoon showers, our high of 89 degrees. Then tonight, another slight chance of rainfall, low down to 67. On Thursday, we'll have mostly sunny skies and a high of 88 degrees. Then Thursday night, mostly clear, or low down to 68. For Friday, another slight chance of showers, maybe a thunderstorm, high of 87 degrees. Then Friday night, mostly clear, low down to 69. Saturday, another slight chance of rainfall, high of 91, and another slight chance on Sunday with a high of 90. Let's take a look at current conditions now at the KVOM studios. Our humidity is at 100 
100%. Our wind speed is calm right now. Barometric pressure, 29.95 inches. Our dew point's at 70 degrees, and our visibility's at 10 miles. The low this morning was 70 degrees. The high yesterday, 91. The low a year ago, 62, with a high of 88. No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios. Our total for the year remaining at 35.23 inches. Sunset tonight, 719, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 654, when you join us for Mornings in Moralton, right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, we've got a pretty cloudy morning outside, 70 degrees at the KVOM studios at 753. Our Wednesday morning edition of Newswatch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Once again, you're listening to KVOM's Wednesday morning edition of News Watch. It's now 7.59. We've got some clouds outside, 70 degrees here at the KVOM studios. And we're back now with our close-up segment this morning, visiting with Ray Payne and Walter Hervey on behalf of the DAV. Uh, gentlemen, good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Certainly uh, glad to have you here with us uh, this morning. And uh, first off, we're talking to uh, Ray Payne. And Ray, uh, for the folks that don't know, uh, tell us about the DAV and just what that is. Uh, the DAV is to help the disabled American veterans. Uh, we're there to help to place them to find homes, find claims, uh, anything that they need to have to help them out doing any type of uh, claim issues that they have. Uh, I'm the senior vice commander. Our commander is Billy Sanders. Mm -hmm. He is also the state commander. And uh, our treasurer is Mr. Walter Herbert here sitting next to me. And uh, we try to help all veterans here in the Conway County area. And, uh, you know, we have an office here at uh, 206 Maple Street. And uh, we don't have office hours right now due to the pandemic. Uh -huh. We... Uh, taking them by appointments and uh before the end of the show here we had to give you our numbers and uh -huh. you can give us a call most definitely all right well uh, uh gentlemen you also talked about how the uh, dav uh, does a big part in helping uh, homeless veterans right right tell us tell us about that uh we we have homeless vet veterans that that have does not be in a home just like you would know uh we have a uh, very good i say veteran in there with us uh, which name is uh, Richard uh, he you know he's over the housing authority which in that terms we can kind of get with him uh -huh. and kind of help the veterans out that doesn't have a place to stay he kind of help them and place them to give them a place to stay uh, food to eat and kind of just overall general give them a little protection I gotcha. Okay, well, uh, great to know that uh, there are uh, folks uh, out there taking care of these uh, folks who have uh, fought for our country. And uh, we're also talking to uh, Walter Hervey uh, here, and he's the treasurer uh, with the DAV. Uh, Walter, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Well, all right, cer certainly glad to have you here today. Let me bump your microphone up a little bit. Now, tell us about your your function there with the DAV. Well, I'm, uh, I 
keep up with the money. <laughs> keep up with the money. For some reason, for some reason, can't get this microphone to work. So let me uh, let me pull this one over there to you, all right, so okay. we, folks can hear you. There we go. Well, I, I uh, uh, keep up with the money for the, uh, ch- the chapter, and uh, we have a, a, a really good uh, organization here. We I think we have about what, 30, 35 uh, members. And also, uh, we meet every uh, uh, every uh, semi-monthly at the, the the nursing home here. What's the name of it? And also on the uh, new Bentley Street. On the on Bentley Street, yeah. Okay. And so we uh, we are certainly glad to be here. We have a, a lot of veterans that don't know that they are, uh, they have uh, cl- uh, claims that they can file with. Uh, uh-huh. The VA, uh, we have had some veterans that didn't even realize that they they were eligible. Oh wow! Know? And so that's what we do, and we uh, do not. Uh, no one received any compensation for the time that we spent, and uh, it's a good, real good organization. And and if y'all, uh, we just out there to help the veterans. All right. Well. <laughs> Well, that's that's great. So thank thank you, gentlemen, for uh, visiting with us uh, this morning. Now, uh, Ray, for the folks uh, that want to uh, get in contact with you uh, there at the DAV, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, you can call myself, uh, Walt, uh, Walter, or Commander Billy Sanders. My number is uh, 501-215-1576. Okay. And uh, our commander's number is, is 208 let me get to the. Let me get to the <laughs> <laughs> Our commander number is 501 208 2945. Okay. And uh, Walter's number is 208 66 64, and that's area code 501. Okay. Somebody order answer, right? Somebody going to answer. Yeah, when is yeah. somebody going to answer? Yeah, all right. Well, uh, again, uh, folks, we'll be visiting this morning with uh, Ray Payne and Walter Hervey on behalf of the DAV. Gentlemen, anything we need to add here this morning? Well, it's, it's just we, we try to help all veterans, and uh, that's that's what we're here for. As uh, Walter say, you know, we you know we strictly a non-charitable, we, we don't take any donations mm-hmm. oh, we do take donations I'm uh-huh. talking about we do take donations uh-huh. but there's no compensation for anything that we do gotcha so we uh, we strictly on our own Okay. All right. Well, again, uh, folks, we've been visiting this morning with Ray Payne and Walter Hervey on behalf of the DAV. Gentlemen, thank you for talking to us this morning. Okay. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.